Quid Pro Quo, the music podcast where I subject my friends and loved ones to progressive rock music, and they in turn get me to listen to, well, whatever they want. And on this episode, we have a returning guest of Aaron. Aaron had me listen to, I'm just going to double check to make sure I've got the name right here, because I don't want to mispronounce it. Uh, Frankie Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Uh, this was a fantastic time for me, and I got her to listen to one of my favorite punk-ish uh, progressive rock bands of Cardiacs. Um, and so we had a great time catching up and chatting about these two magnificent artists and groups. Uh, this is also going to be one of the, I guess, one of the first uh, in a continuing stream of me putting these on YouTube. So you can actually view this currently on YouTube as well. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. I also want to thank Olana Alinsky for today's graphic, as well as Explosive Ear Candy for their track all together now, which is the soundtrack to this year podcast. So let's just dive in and uh, get to some really fun tunes. All right. Hi. Well, welcome back, Erin. Well, hello, and thank you for having me, Michael. Oh, I'm so happy to see your lovely face. I'm so it's glad to, to have you, you back on here. Um, last time I had you listen to some Mars Volta. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. That was a good album. It is a good album. Still, mm-hmm. still a stand-up album, and I do have it in my rotation. Amazing. So yeah. it does come up every once in a while. I yeah. save a whole bunch of albums when I go through Spotify, especially if I'm listening to like when they do those daily things. For yeah, me, your daily you're, playlists. Yeah, it's like made for you daily playlists, that kind of stuff. I love when they do that. Sometimes, sometimes I'm like, yeah, you're feeling me, Spotify. And sometimes mm. I'm like, I don't know who this person is, but but I like it. Yeah, but sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm sometimes like, you you're missed, like, ooh, you I don't know. Yeah. Swing and a miss. But yeah, you don't know until you try, right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. know until you try. But that's how I end up with like all a whole bunch of just albums yeah. downloaded and taking mm-hmm. up space on my phone that I haven't listened to. Because I'm like, yeah, I like this one song. I'll download the whole <laughs> album. And then I never listen to it again. Yeah. So. That, that happens to me a lot where I find like one song that I love from an artist. And it's yeah. like a one-off song. Because I'll download the entire album and sometimes even their entire discography. And I'm like, oh, this is the only song that sounds remotely like this. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah. Even though I try, I, I usually am like, yeah. there's got to be a song there's on here. There's got to be, be more another than one. one. Yeah. Lightning doesn't strike twice, right? Or lightning should strike more than once. It should. That's what they say. That's that's the saying, right? But the yeah. way that the world is going now, Michael, I mean, who knows? <laughs> who really knows? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you had me listen to Princess Nokia. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Which was still to this day, probably the strangest uh, and most, the furthest removed, I think, from my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, I've had a few since then that have come close. Like I've listened to Stormzy uh, mm-hmm. and I've listened to, oh, what were they called? Um, it was like a indie pop punk group. Mm. Uh, they're Canadian and I cannot remember for the life of me their name. Um yeah i feel like it would kind of be up your alley they might be i i have a feeling let me double check was it pop it wasn't pop because i i would have known pop Mm -hmm. very Um, distinct sound a very very distinct sound yeah Mm -hmm. um that was with megan uh one of my all-time favorite people um let's see here i mean i could just go through anchor and pull up the actual episode yeah um let's see what we got here boop-a-doo. A boop-a-doo. 
That was the regrets. That's it. The regrets. I feel like you might enjoy them. They're very fun. They're very, and I don't use this. I use this as a descriptor and not Mm -hmm. as a a negative, but they're very juvenile. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, not as a negative, but more as a descriptor, like very fresh, very young, very like inexperienced. Yeah, yeah, hip would be a very good hip and with it. Hip and with it. And I, you know, it's I feel like I'm old Grandpa Simpson where it's just like what is it isn't it and uh what is hip isn't you anymore and what is it is strange and unusual. And I'm like, yeah, I think I've I think I've reached that point with the regrets. Um Okay. But I feel like you might actually enjoy them. All uh, right. Anyway. All right, I wrote them down. Okay, yeah, it's two T's. So well, oh shit. I know, yeah. Okay. Two T's for this regret. Two T's. Two T's. Um, so do you want me to tell you about the artists that I have in store for you today? Or yes. do you do you want to tell me about who you're getting me to listen to? You first. Me first. Okay. Woo. So um have you heard of the UK band called Cardiacs? No. Okay. I, they, for the longest time, had not been on any streaming services. And just a few months ago, they finally were added to like Spotify and all them. And the moment that they were, I knew I had to introduce them to you. Like, I just, I knew this is up your alley. Oh. Um, yeah. This is very uh, UK British punk. That mm-hmm. instead of being a rebellion against um, like experimentation and um, um, like musical and symphonic sounds, because I, I found in the 70s they were much more of an, uh, like a, um, a strip down of that. It's like mm-hmm. we're just going to bring the energy. Like that's our, that's our focus is the energy. We don't care about composition in terms of music. We don't care about the big symphonic of sound that music mm-hmm. is using. We just want that raw emotion. Yeah. So this is if they had embraced that kind of creativity. And again, I'm not using these as negatives or anything, just more of descriptors. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if they embraced the um, symphonic soundscapes mm-hmm. and created more of like a more of like a progressive rock stint in their punk, so they got really big in the the mid '80s and into the '90s. Um, and so, yeah, I'm having you. I'm having you dive into some some cardiacs. Okay. Yeah. And the album that I'm getting you to listen to is it's a mouthful. It's a, it's a little bit of a mouthful. Uh, okay. the, al- the album is their 1988 album, their mm-hmm. fourth their fourth studio album of a little man and a house and the whole world window. <laughs> so like I said, it's okay. a little bit of a mouthful. A little man, a house, and a whole world window. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. It holds, right. this was my introduction to the Cardiacs as well, and mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite wicked yeah i'm I think, so excited i think you'll really enjoy this mm, yeah i you know i've been looking for some good uh i was gonna say new punk rock but i guess it'd be new punk rock to me yeah i've never listened to the cardiacs mm-hmm. so i'm excited about that yeah the beauty are... about that era is that there are so many bands oh yeah Oh yeah. And so so many, because they were all underground, like they're only now starting to see the light of day outside of that underground sphere. Exactly. God bless the internet. Yeah. 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 Uh, So what, what do you have for me? What do you have for me? Are you excited? Oh, I'm excited. Oh yeah. So I'm going to give you one of my favorite albums. Okay. 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 Yep. Yep. Um, I don't know if you've heard of these humans. They are called Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Huh, I have not. Frank mm-hmm. Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Well, I'm, I think that we're on the same vibe. We've okay. got some punk okay. rocky vibe. Beautiful. Now they're a little bit more, a little bit more rocky than okay. punky. 
Yeah. But uh, they won me over when I saw them in 2017 or maybe 2016. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, they are British as well. Nice. Keeping so, it across the pond. We like are it. keeping it across the pond this this time around. And um, the lead singer, Frank, is this fiery little man who's just covered in tattoos and he's got the energy of an energizer bunny. Nice. Um, yeah. I love the energy they have that he had on stage and that the guys all had on stage when they were performing, saw them with my brother and his girlfriend and uh, one of their friends, you know, I think it was 2016. Now I think about it. It was okay. a hot, sticky summer and it was woof. Yeah. Downtown Toronto, hard, woof. hard luck. Okay. That sounds about right. Yes. Hard luck. Yeah. Yes. Cause I've, I think we've been there a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. You know, yeah. Mod Club is closed. No, no, that was, uh, that, that breaks my heart. Yeah. Wait, how many shows did we see there? Like so many shows. So many. Yeah. Like, like I just automatically think of Pain of Salvation. I was going to say, we saw Pain of Salvation there, I think twice. Yeah. Twice. Yep. Twice oh. is beautiful. And I'm yeah. like, where are they going to perform when they come That's back? It. Yeah. Because there's a new album there too. Hello. Yeah. yeah I know. Ugh. So yeah, because <laughs> I think the hard luck wasn't that it's the one that's above like it's it's up, right? Like you gotta go yeah. up the flight of stairs and like yeah. it can only hold like 50 people. So they cram in like 150. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's one that of those places. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Frank like went into the crowd at one point and like they were pushing him up and like he was real close to the ceiling. Oh, and his yeah. arms and his legs are flailing and his foot goes up and is like in the ceiling. Yeah. Cause like, it's, it's not, well, <laughs> it's not really supposed to be like a concert venue. It's no, more it's of just not. like, it's, it looks like it should be like an up, like an upstairs speakeasy you know just yeah. like a like a bar with a couple chairs yeah. and tables and that's about it but it looks like they crammed a full stage back there they, there's a whole stage a whole there. stage but like the the ceilings are very low so like well, you I get mean, a... his foot went through the ceiling <laughs> and then drywall just or yeah. whatever they put up well i don't know if it was drywall it was that yeah that like the tiling things that you can tiling. push up yeah 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 it yeah. just came and he was like fuck it and then he just kept kicking the ceiling and i'm like well, yeah. Man, he's gonna have to pay for that <laughs> yeah they're not making any money off of this show no like frank <laughs> frank you gotta hold yourself yeah. like i know anyway. it's all for the show but come on man yeah right and reel it back just, a little bit he was so into it yeah I'm loving that energy though. That energy is fantastic. Well, you're gonna love this album. It's called okay. Modern Ruin. Um, yes, it came out in 2017. That yeah. album, the cover art is beautiful. I'm loving it. I'm loving yeah. it. You know, psychedelic trip. I think you're gonna like it a lot. They've got quite a few different they're all different the songs are different but there's some throwbacks in there uh, like mm. you'll 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 hear it you'll see what i mean okay okay i'm pretty or excited I mean, about rather. this then oh man this is going to be a good time this it's going to be, gonna good be time. so good i think i think we'll have a lot of like crosstalk of these mm -hmm. two albums so i think so too i think it'll be good ready okay. to rock and roll i'm ready to rock and roll let's <gasps> let's get into our rock asylums and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, experience yeah. one another's music. Sounds good to me. Okay, I'll see you back here in about a half hour, 40 minutes or so. Yeah, man. Ciao.
And with that, Aaron and I go into our own music silos where we experience one another's music. And this was a great poll for both of us. I think we both got some really energetic music and some really like fun music as well. Uh, so we both had a blast and I can't wait for you guys to listen to the, the discussion that we have about these two artists. As always, I want to thank all of my patrons. If you want to be cool, you can head on over to Patreon slash Notes Reviews. That's where you can get perks such as getting me to review and listen to uh, whatever album you want me to listen to. Uh, and I also want to thank Didier, who has been supportive of me for quite some time, as well as Battery Acid, who has been with me for quite a while now. So I want to thank both of those individuals for helping to continue to support my little endeavor. Uh, and if you like what I do, I mean, I mean I've got my uh, Instagram page now all set up for quid pro quo, as well as I'm active on Twitter. That's where you can get updates about uh, the show and little teasers before and after. Um, and I think that's all I've got. Uh, follow me on YouTube on my other streams. Uh, I've got notes reviews where I look at uh, progressive rock music, as well as notes on TTRPGs or tabletop role-playing Games, where I talk about role-playing games. And I think that's all about it. All right. So without further ado, let's dive back into the episode proper uh, and find out what Aaron thought of Cardiacs and what I thought of, and I want to make sure I'm getting this correct here, uh, Frankie, Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Let's dive back. Anywho, so what did you think of Cardiacs and welcome back? Lay it all on me. Okay, well, what an album, number yeah. one. Um, I have, I took notes and everything because I'm a dork. Oh, uh, all right. I do. It's what I do, you know. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got, I've got notes here in case we need them because that's just how I do things. And that's uh, fair. But- I really got a musical theater rock opera vibe going on here. Like they could take this album and they could easily turn it into a rock opera, whether or not it actually is something they do on stage or if it's just, you know, like more of a musical kind of vibe. I just can see it. It yeah. it was giving me the uh, like the impression that it had a life beyond just hearing it. Yeah. Or it could have a life beyond just hearing it, you know? Like, give it a good storyline, which I think is, like, kind of there anyways, as it was giving me concept album vibes, as the okay. kids as, say. As the kids say, yeah. Vibes. Strange. Anyway. Um, kids these days. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the the tracks all were so significantly different mm-hmm, from one mm-hmm. another. Um, yeah, I yeah. felt a good trumpet. I love the trumpet, and um, I love ska. And I know not everybody loves ska, and there's everybody always jokes about how it's just so much noise and nonsense but like I enjoy noise and nonsense noise and nonsense is my favorite thing to jump up and down to yeah yeah and because I feel like this was almost a precursor of the 90s ska I almost want to say you know cardiacs crawled so that the ska bands of the 90s could run absolutely <laughs> you know, like you know I bet if you asked streetlight manifesto who influenced them you probably would hear cardiacs i heard a lot of my favorite bands in this album that's why i thought you would really dig it you know like i thought like this is aaron music it is aaron music and it also has i want to talk about the flow yes please of of the album break down this flow oh my good god like it gave it gives a great story arc musically not Mm -hmm. even not even listening to the lyrics. If you were mm-hmm. to just blot out the lyrics and listen to this on instrumental, like it would give you a good story. Yeah. For sure. Also, yeah. I think I heard in the background of one of the one of the songs, 
uh oh yeah icing on the world yep uh you know like that rap that rap uh motif that gets used a lot now lately it's very it's the ticking sound that that trill that yes they were very very um they used that quite a bit that like really quick synthesized like almost a metronome set on like 11 where it's just this almost yeah that just feeds my soul i don't know i mean something is wrong so how is it now is there something on your mind or are your problems deleting that cause of what's set in your mind now to a, a lot of bass heavy rap like that because I find it really like discombobulates my energy if right. that makes yeah. sense yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of it's too much going on it's very but, abrasive like, in, in the sense of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah this uh this album however has a lot has a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Like I was even getting some Rush vibes. <laughs> yeah. And he can, yeah. A kind of voice that's like, reminded me of a few different singers. Um, I can't think of any of them right now, but I'll listen to them later and I'll let you know. Yeah, because um, I just want to like, make sure. Anybody wanna... come to your mind? Yeah, well. For me, it sounded very much like early acid rock stuff, um, mm. like from the 60s and 70s, like even early, yeah. early Pink Floyd, like from Sid Barrett. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And unfortunately, the lead singer and songwriter, uh, his name is uh, Tim Smith, mm-hmm. unfortunately passed away last year. Of course. Because um, they take all great artists. Um so yeah (laughs) god damn it like i did a quick google search and i wanted to click on tim smith and like you know refresh myself Mm -hmm. not refresh myself rather just enlighten myself because i didn't know anything before you know an hour and a half ago yeah and um, huh glad that i didn't look it up yeah so there's the boy and there's the the crew oh hey guys hey friends very oh, very friendly there oh yeah yeah <laughs> entirely so but yeah definitely i i get uh i get a lot of super musical vibes from this man mm-hmm. someone's got to take this and run with it i don't know who it is it's not it's not me yeah <laughs> i mean it could be you musicals it could be you it could be me, but like I need be. someone also who knows what it is that they're doing. Oh, because yeah. like, I could give you a story. I could listen to the lyrics and write you a story, and you know, come up with characters. But I'm gonna need somebody who really knows about musical composition, and I just don't have that much musical theory in my back pocket. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would need a friend. I would need a friend, of course. Yeah, I would. I would definitely help, but like even I don't have that amount of musical prowess in that um was there any track on here that really stood out for you like anyone that you came back to or was it all just like a massive stream of consciousness um i want to go back to uh dive because that was very punk rock Mm -hmm. hit like like an epitome of like something that i would jump around to right
Um, I love the, the the change in tempo. Like it goes from your, you know, your standard punk rock sort of like, yeah, it's a good hit. It's a good headbanger, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, um, yeah. Banger. Is that yeah. a thing? Uh, a what? Thing? Like a banger? A banger? Like people call songs bangers now. I call I call songs bangers all the time. Oh, I I've never used the word banger to describe anything. How does it feel saying that? Weird. It's weird. It's weird. Because it's not something that you would add to your lexicon. I don't think so. No. I don't think it's you know, yeah. but a lot of words that I don't want to add to my lexicon always find their way in. Right? Like whether I like it or not. And that's mm-hmm. just society. You start seeing things and hearing things yeah. enough. I find, and this is just me, I find I'll start saying things very like tongue-in-cheek or ironically or like just cringeworthily. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it'll stop being so and I'll actually start start saying it genuinely. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I've become the thing that I've hate. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. And I think yeah. that happens to the best of us, Michael. Yeah. Definitely happens to me. It yeah. definitely happens to me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dive is amazing. I want to dive. <laughs> yeah. See what you did there. I want to dive back into that. Um, the Breakfast Line is also a beautiful song mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I think essentially describes how I feel before my first coffee <laughs> and going in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah. But like at the end of that song, I'm like, yes, I will get my coffee and I will have my joint and I will be okay. Everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. Yeah. And the, the lyrics in that song just also kind of like hit raw, you know, like a force of things they're talking about a force of habit and doing things every day because it is what it is that you do and not questioning those things right? yeah the whole album you know is is an existential crisis <laughs> right yeah my my last psychiatrist told me like mm-hmm. Aaron I think that it might just be that you're having an existential crisis <laughs> <laughs> it's like great what what do we do about that then what well, he did nothing except like, do you want some drugs? <laughs> well, that's what psychiatrists do, right? It's just like drugs. It's like, well, I don't need drugs. Maybe for a little bit to get me back on track, but then what? More drugs? No. More drugs? But like, I'm already on drugs. I mean, like, <laughs> let me just—I'm already taking drugs for my mental health on the daily basis. Is yeah. what I mean. Um, I don't need to add anything to that right now. I don't think. I, th- I don't know. Anywho, that's just a segue. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. boy. Oh boy. I know my two favorite tracks are the opening and closing tracks. Um, yeah. I love the first track of A Little Man in His House because it does really remind me of some of that early Pink Floyd stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, like even Adam Hart Mother, where you've got those big trumpet sounds um, and those big psychedelic movements. And I just love the closing piece of the whole world window of how somber everything is in that one, how heartfelt it is. Like I get a wash with this over overflow of emotion on that last yeah. track. Yeah. Especially coming from all the chaos that came before it i think it just doubles down by having this sorrowful order around it because it doesn't have that weird time signatures it doesn't have that crazy relentless bombardment of music it's just this sorrowful outpour exactly and i'm just like oh it's such a cathartic release at the end of it yeah again with that build eh? like it's that build beautiful story arc with this album yeah um yeah it definitely gave me some serious chills Mm -hmm. 
especially when that saxophone came in at the end. Yeah. Well, that was, that's the thing, right? Like this was made back in like 1988. And so there really wasn't anything that sounded like this before, Mm-mm. you know, like the closest that I could think of is like the prog band of Vandergraaf generator and something like, in terms of like that raw power. Uh, and that's where I can think of like those punk bands, like Velvet Underground and Sex Pistols. You know, but even then, like those two are just small descriptors of this very large whole. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, like, what is this? This is described as like prog punk, post rock, art rock. Yeah, punk. and it's interesting, even to say post rock, like, I think because grunge was like right around the corner which rejuvenized the rock movement i can't even call it post-rock because it's post-rock in like the 70s rock of like like the led zeppelins and the acdc's and that type of rock but it was also proto rock of like nirvana and soundgarden and like pearl jam you know so it's like it's caught between these two eras yeah absolutely Absolutely. But like, that's where that, I was going to say that's where it should stay, but like, no, I I don't (laughs) think it should stay. I mean, what do I mean by that? I think that like, I think I just wanted to be a musical, Michael. I really just wanted to be a musical. Yeah. We need, we need a really, like, we need a really good, like this style of musical. Cause the only things Mm -hmm. that kind of come to mind are like spring awakening and mm-hmm. like shows like that but I, I feel like we could have like a really good like punk rock opera yes okay but like they exist oh. and okay oh. i am going to give you an album if we when we when we again, yes i have done an album for you mm-hmm but I just have to make sure that I can get you the version of this album that I want you to hear, not the okay. latest version of this. I album. see what you mean. Yes. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Cause sometimes people try to put a new spin on things and it doesn't quite work. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, that's why I've basically just been listening to the concept album of Hades town in fear of what? listening to the actual broadway cast recording of hades town because i'm like no the concept album is my darling i don't want to i don't want to what if they don't do it right so <laughs> what yeah. if it just doesn't happen properly? Yeah. i'm I hungry know. but i don't want it yeah right i want a particular thing yeah. i want a particular thing yeah uh, yeah so i want yeah i want you to listen to this particular album i'm going to tell you what it is yet okay obviously obviously you're gonna you're gonna withhold that that spicy information oh heck yes okay heck yes but uh yeah punk rock musicals exist and amazing one one other musical rock opera that uh i immediately thought of and this is probably because of my my youth um and doing musical theater was mm-hmm. the who's tommy yeah, I can see that. Yeah, now that you mention it, I mean, mm-hmm. that's one of my all-time favorite albums. Well, that um, whims- oh, yeah. So, like, the whimsicalness, right? Yeah, like the, the whimsicalness. That that's yeah. Not, especially in, um, yeah, back, back to Die, because apparently that's my favorite song. That's your favorite anyway. track, yeah. Yeah, uh, like, that circus music was very, mm-hmm. the, the very, like, the benefits of Mr. Kites, you know? Yeah, from, yeah, yeah. From the Beatles. Yeah. 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 Like that was always kind of my uh, nomiker of this is very like carnival, like very fun Mm -hmm. time, very like elusive and illusionary, like things are on the go, but everything's got two or three faces to it. Nothing is what it seems. Um, But at the end of the day, it's all fun. It's all very like gesture in the court kind of an Mm -hmm. idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that you say that like nothing is as it seems because yeah you get this music that is playful and and fun and then if you tune in and actually listen to the lyrics or look up the lyrics which I ended up doing a lot for 
the the songs because I just couldn't the reports were just like I have no idea what this man is saying (laughs) it is very rapid pace at times yeah he speaks fast yeah um so I had to look up a couple of lyrics you know and Mm -hmm. I'm mm-hmm. glad that I did because the lyrics and the music a lot of the time were just so juxtaposed. Mm-hmm. You know, you would have things, you know, talking about, what is it? Is everybody happy at the end? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. In my mind, I just can't stop. What is it? In my mind, I can't stop dying. Yeah. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> These are not light phrases. Things out every day, but yet here you have like this playful sort of energy and this, yeah. you know, this this fun youthful vibe. But like at the same time, questioning your own existence. That's why I say it's on an existential crisis. I was gonna say, yeah, it brings us right back to the existential crisis. And if you if you like this, uh, I would also recommend checking out their uh, a few other albums from them. Uh, yeah. Like they're they're all great, but the two other ones that I go back to pretty regularly is the other one that's called "On Land and in the Sea," oh. as that was released in 1989, and then their 1995 album, the massive double disker that's called "Sing to God," well. is just ridiculous. There's one track off of it; it's the mid track. It's the track that starts the second album called oh. "Dirty Boy." Ooh. there's the ending of that track it it still blows my mind yeah i'm gonna have to check that out because this yeah. album definitely turned me on to them because i'm gonna need to listen to it again but i need to do it on like a good set of headphones which i don't own anymore can you imagine oh, no. i don't own anymore oh no yeah it's very sad times I'm so picky though dude i'm so i get picky. it I get it. I've gone through three and my second pair so far has been my best. Um, and I, I'm saddened because they got stolen and yeah. I it, oh, I was so, so sad because right? I lost them on the Island. I lost them on Toronto Island. Yeah, That was the longest ferry ride back, back to the mainland. Yeah. Oh. Fuck. Yeah. Oh my oh. God. My heart hurts so much. Yeah. <laughs> those are the things that affect me man yeah, it, yeah and whoever that son of a bitch is who took your fucking headphones excuse all of my cursing by the way but like whoever it is that did that i hope you got some good use out of them headphones yeah because not only did they get my headphones they also got my ipod because it was connected to the headphones it was anyway anyway let's let's switch some gears let's switch some gears onto some happier happier pastures <laughs> Um, you got me to listen to Modern Ruin from from our boy from uh, uh, I've I've already said it a couple times. Yeah, Frank, Frank Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Yeah, yeah. I as I do with all these albums, like there's only been about two or three albums that I'm like, eh, it's not really my stuff. Uh, But I love this. Like, it was a great time. Yeah, I love the the energy. I love the drive. I love the angst. And I love the fact that it wasn't just grading, you know? Like, it wasn't just sands in the gear works. It wasn't just sludgy. It was very clear. It was very smooth. Um, it just like was... Like Michael. Like yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a throwback to, like, good old rock. Like that, that drive of rock. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got some, some notes for all of these. Um, I loved Frankie's, um, his vocal works and his energy. It reminded me of a blending of like Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day and Gerard Way from um, My Chemical Romance. Like I was getting those like, Gerard's um his energy and his angst uh mm-hmm. with Billy Joel's drive and his mm-hmm. his maturity behind it. Uh I know that's a really strange word for Billy Joel of being mature, but like no, like you're you're like the world knowledge that yeah. comes with 
being the lead singer of Green Day. Yes, yes. You've seen some things. You've been through some things, you know? Shit, yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Right? And you know what? Like, with Frank, you get that you get that energy as yeah. well as like human despite being like i don't think that he's much older than you and i probably not probably not if, yeah. if he's even older than you and i but like mm-hmm. he has seen some shit too <laughs> yeah yeah right? i could imagine um Damn. yeah and i also love how each of these songs have almost like a like a visual component to it like they're very visual um like vampires the the mm-hmm. fourth track um it felt like it came out of a western yeah. like ever the the overall vibe is very western very homegrown um and i really like that i also love the two pack punch of lullaby and snake eyes how there's these like a heck of a lot of energy that builds up from lullaby that then continues right into snake eyes that was the first time that i really got the mcr army behind me i'm like okay this guy is channeling some some my chemical romance and infusing this rock style with a lot of that emo energy um, Mm -hmm. without it ever being too melodramatic or too theatrical uh that i know a lot of emo emo can do yeah um but i still think my favorite track even though wildflowers i think was much more of a green day track yeah Yeah. (laughs) it was much more of like a green day track and that's where i was getting that billy joel essence Mm -hmm. to that um Mm -hmm. but i still think my like even though i love the the wildflowers my favorite track was probably acid veins yes (laughs) yeah yeah that's a good one (laughs) Um, and it's interesting because at first like my notes on it was it feels like it's missing something I'm not quite getting this track like we've got like at this point four tracks that were really like Adam really like let's get down to business Uh, and then this one kind of came in and I'm like I don't know about this one like it has it it had to work for its its place but once it entered that build-up like once it entered into that halfway mark and it started to build itself up, it was, okay, now I get it. Okay, this is easily my favorite track off of this album. I'm getting it. All right, all right, all right. getting a break you do yeah it's like oh i can take my i can put my feet up i can take a rest uh and then the person basically flips the chair over and like we're not done yet yeah (laughs) (laughs) right right we still got stuff to do we got so much stuff and he does Mm -hmm. they've got a lot to bring you yeah they got a lot more to bring you through bring it to speed bring it to speed yeah um so that was probably the highlight for me uh, really love that the rest of the tracks were good like it, at no point did it ever really leave me wanting more or left me cold or anything like that I just felt like with the the big high that was acid veins um, the next couple of tracks like God is my friend uh, thunder and real life they were they were all right um, jackals was just kind of a one and done kind of thing it was just like we're here that's it okay we're gone yeah that was like and oh oh that's okay (laughs) all right cool we'll see you um (laughs) yeah the last i will say that the last two tracks um modern ruin and neon rust oh man i love those tracks (laughs) i do neon rust oh man neon rust man um again starting off very mellow very intimate very um like you're you're you almost feel like you're just in this room with frankie and it's just the two of you um and then just kind of like it's one of those 
like burning out rather than like fading away kind of a track. Um, mm -hmm. And it really leaves you with this impactful ending that I'm just like, woof, I need to take a little bit of a breather. Just give me a second. So, oh man, I love yeah. I love the lyrics of the of that song as well. They've got to be some of my favorite lyrics, and the fact that he just screams, "We don't belong in a wasteland," yeah. and over and over. It's like actually right now, like right now. Jeez. Mm hmm. Yeah, like it's yeah, so it's, it's poignant. He's reminding us, and like oh. this happened such a like this is before this is before like, this is a 2017 album so yeah. like yeah he had seen some shit and like he talks about seeing shit in the in uh, a couple of the tracks on his album about stuff that he has seen that has been in his eyes unjust mm -hmm. uh throughout his traveling of the world and um Oh my God, what is the name of that song? I don't know if it's on this album now that I'm thinking about it. It might be on something else and I'm just thinking. Hmm. But um, he just talks so candidly about the things that are going on in the world. And it's not like completely self, it's not self-indulgent. Right, right. Like some songs can be yeah. with, with rock, with emotion emotional rock like sometimes they can seem self-indulgent right and with Frankie I find that it's more like these are the things and this is how it made me feel yeah. and then he'll give you like a, a rundown of like why it is that he feels that way or why mm -hmm. it's a good thing mm -hmm. why it's a bad thing why he doesn't know yeah and I feel like it's really good at vocalizing yeah, I feel like it's it's more of a self-reflection thing rather than a self-indulgent thing. Because, um, yeah, thinking of rock artists that do the self-indulgent thing, I'm thinking of like Bono, uh, that just it's all mm -hmm. self, like it's all for him, right? Um, I'm sure what he, I'm sure he thinks what he's doing is good, but whereas for Frankie, it's almost like, and again, I might be reading into it because it's the only album i've heard from him it's like i don't care if this is good or bad this is just my own experience this is what i've witnessed and how i'm processing it yeah 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 absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah yeah i i, I did you like listen to a few more they have a lot of so you should definitely check it out. Yeah, I was looking through their discography and I, I'm really getting, like I'm digging some of the album artwork for sure. Um, yeah, he's a visual artist. So when you mentioned that yeah. like everything is so visual for you when you were listening to it, I'm like, yeah, because he's a tattoo artist as well. I could see that. I can see that like their album from 2019, The End of Suffering is very like acid like straight up you mm -hmm. know uh mm -hmm. it's almost like the predecessor more essence of the our album artwork from this one um mm -hmm. it looks like they really only have like the three albums of blossom modern rain and end of suffering um but each one looks like they have their own or at least that's all that's on spotify they might have more one more there is live at brixton academy and then there's also the End of Suffering Remixes, Volume 1, that came out oh. last year. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what I'm thinking about, is the remixes, or even the Brixton. Okay. Yeah. But All right. They've got, they've got a couple albums to sink your teeth into. And, yeah. Uh, enough that it's not overbearing or overblown. Um, yeah. It's just enough to get my feet wet. So I'm yeah, definitely going to have to go back and 
check some of those out because yeah as i said i'm loving i'm loving a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. it was very all good all good things yeah i'm glad you enjoyed it dude so yeah. one of my favorite albums is something that i keep going back to i go back to a lot of his albums actually yeah i can uh, see why hmm? i can see why oh yeah yeah oh yeah i mean like catchy tunes too like mm-hmm. very sing-alongable Sing-alongable. Sing-alongable. <laughs> Sing-alongable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I enjoy, and you know, I enjoy a good, a good song to sing along to. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Cool. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice. Well, yeah. on, on that note, thank you so much for introducing me to Frankie and the Rattlesnakes uh, mm-hmm. and for coming on for another edition of our fantastic show. Anytime. I've got more albums for you, boo. So oh, you beautiful. I will. Yeah, I'll get you on because I've got even more stuff. If you like that, I, I can open it up for oh. some more experimental stuff. Give it to me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, is, is there anything you want to uh, promote? Anything you want the listeners and watchers to uh, know about? Stay safe out there, kids. Yes, please. Time. And like, yeah, just just reach out to people. Mm-hmm. when you need to reach out to people and be kind to yourself so yeah. that you can be kind to others okay? i agree yeah. that's yeah. all i got i ain't doing shit these days so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's a beautiful sentiment it's definitely a beautiful sentiment of reaching out you know because I, I have yet to have somebody reach out to me and me go "Ugh, this this guy again Ugh. <sighs> it's usually the highlight of my day yeah <laughs> it's usually the highlight of my day right? you know, like oh man i haven't talked to so-and-so in like a couple weeks or a couple months like uh, yeah. yeah sometimes it's a couple months you yeah. know like sometimes it's a couple months between us but like i've known you since i was what 17 yeah, if, yeah like, i think even before that but yeah right like, we're not going anywhere no not at this point we're so, stuck oh, with each heck other no. heck yeah <laughs> Heck yes. Say yeah. hello to your beloved for me. I have yet I to will. actually like meet her face to face, but hopefully one of these days. One of these days when the world opens back up again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Amazing. Have some delicious foods and listen to some mm. music, maybe. That looks that sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Thank you again, Aaron, for coming on. And everybody out there, stay safe and just keep sharing music. Bye!